Hello, hello. Welcome back to this podcast. How are you doing? How has your week been? My week has been just fine. Like on Monday, um, the introductory sessions for my college started, my new college, and those sessions have been wonderful. I can't believe that I'm actually studying subjects that I truly honestly like and want to study so like for the past 10 years and the three three years that came before it in pre-primary we had to study everything that was given to us we were never given a choice to choose what we wanted to study and now i do and i um, gave up maths and sciences and i am now only studying the social sciences or humanities as my college likes to call it it just it makes me happy because i'm truly interested in these subjects and not just studying for the sake of passing exams i love it like um in i remembered in the episode about making friends or was it some other episode i don't know I talked about how I've never made really made friends in my life and I was scared about that. And to be honest, I'm still scared, but I did make one really good friend. I made four friends overall, but one that like really, really stuck to me. And it's weird because two of these friends approached me on the first day and they were like, they were like, I don't know you, but in the very first class session we had, you seemed like a very approachable person and I just want to talk to you now. And I was taken aback because I think I I don't see myself that way. I think I'm a very reserved and quiet person. But I was proud of that, that they thought that I was a, an approachable person. Like that's that's amazing. And the other two friends that i made were purely based on books (laughs) like we were having some discussion in class and they were talking about their favorite books and they mentioned like one of them mentioned literally every single book that's also one of my favorites so i really i did not hesitate to slide into her dms i just went for it and yeah i have four friends now like what it's, and it's been five days. Who am I? The week went by pretty fast. I like, I have four hours worth of classes in the morning. I've been waking up early every single day. I've been doing yoga every single day and then doing class, like school. And then I'd spend my day either watching YouTube, which is good. Like I'm taking a break and uh, going on walks. So I meet up with friends when I go for walks and it's it's always nice. So I met up with a lot of people and really enjoyed my walks. And overall, it's been a good week considering things I've done, though I've like procrastinated working <laughs> on this podcast episode until today, which is Friday. I really should have worked on it before and I still haven't gotten some work done, but otherwise... It was a good week, first week of college. Wow, it was good enough.
so while my like actions have been good and honestly emotionally also i was feeling really good until like wednesday or tuesday was it i don't know wednesday i think when i kind of made a mistake online <laughs> i posted something which i i don't even want to go into the details of it but basically one bookstagrammer got angry at me for all the right reasons like i did something that made them they have all the right to get angry at me but i immediately apologized i did exactly as they asked and then i thought that the issue was solved like i i really owned up to my mistake but after that the next day they made a whole post about how people how people are annoying them and how they're still mad at me like they didn't mention my name but they it was clearly meant for me to see and know that they were mad at me <laughs> and how i was a bad person overall so yeah and I, it was an honest mistake so for like a full day i spent it really anxious and really sad and feeling bad for myself that look what you've done because i knew it was my fault but then i talked it over with two of my friends and they they supported me in way, in a way that i didn't imagine like i really did not think that anyone would blame the other person for causing this whole issue because i started it all i made the mistake but both of them were actually very disappointed with the other person and said that it wasn't really my fault if i had apologized and owned up to my mistake and the other person was making a big deal out of it they have all the right to make the big deal out of it but they should be more considerate anyways that put me in a really bad mood and i was very anxious and now after 2 3 days i'm feeling much better but like during those two three days i was really very aware of what i was feeling and this doesn't happen to me much that i'm like fully aware of what i'm feeling because first of all i'm i'm i don't know okay i'm not an expert so i don't know how sad someone must be to call them depressed i don't know that so i don't like to throw around these psychological terms but i really i did like recognized the feeling i was feeling in those 3 days straight away and that was also and since i knew what i was feeling that was m- scarier so i talked about it on my instagram stories and like that's what i want like to do <laughs> whenever i feel very happy or very low i just go to my instagram stories and pour, pour my heart out because i know people are out there who are going to sympathize with me and who are going to share their experiences and open up about it or see me talking about my issues and feel comforted that someone else does feel these difficulties and be inspired to talk about it on their own so anyways what i talked about was um y'all <laughs> i really hate how much i beat myself up over mistakes i make and things i do wrong 
I made a mistake recently and even though I know it was an honest mistake, I've been feeling so twisted inside. Like this gut feeling that I don't deserve to feel anything else but guilt and sadness. Like especially as a kid, I used to feel this gut feeling a lot. Like any kid, I made many mistakes growing up and it wasn't even as if the grown-ups in my life punished me or forced me to feel bad about whatever I'd done. I'd just feel like such a disappointment. And it's not just these negative thoughts reminding me over and over again that I did something wrong. It's also a physical feeling, holding my breath without realizing it. As cliche as that sounds, <laughs> feeling uneasy. You know that feeling as if your stomach just dropped, as if my whole body is crawling inward. And overall, it felt like my whole body and mind were telling me, you don't deserve to feel anything else right now. You need to constantly feel bad about the mistake you made. Most times, I, won't, I wouldn't be able to get rid of that terrible feeling until I ended up bursting into tears in front of my mom or earlier my grandmother. And thankfully, both of them were very comfor comforting. Sometimes it felt good to admit my mistake, to tell them all about it. And other times, it was just easy to have a shoulder to cry on and get rid of it, get the feeling out of my system. My point is, I haven't felt this way in quite some time, and I just found it really scary this time, because now I can recognize it and know exactly what it is. So... Basically, this time around, I recognized the feeling that it was anxiety. And I was actually a bit surprised. I mean, I consider myself an anxious person, but not to this level. <laughs> I consider myself more of a person who has social anxiety. And I don't want to throw that term around, but I've been thinking about it for years. I've had an actual doctor tell me that you're facing some severe kind of anxiety. And the only kind of anxiety I feel is when it comes to social activities and, and everything. I never felt a different kind of anxiety. All I ever felt was social anxiety. And yeah, I never claimed to feel anxious about anything else. Like I have a friend who feels super anxious about the future, who is always worried for the future. And I don't consider myself anxious for the future but now i realize that i do feel an anxiety that isn't social anxiety and i don't know what to call it it this is this is an anxiety that it just makes me feel bad about myself and obviously everyone goes omg can you hear the bird oh. obviously everyone feels they like, goes through phases when they feel as if they don't deserve things they've been given in life or are disappointed with themselves. But this kind of feeling, and like, yeah, I do feel that, but I won't call that anxiety necessarily. So whenever I mess up and actually do make mistakes, it's like my mind just jumps at the opportunity and then makes me feel as if I need to be constantly feel bad about it that I made this mistake, that I don't deserve to feel anything else. And it I literally can't do anything else but 
feel bad whenever I make a mistake. So, yeah. And at first, obviously, it was like, it's this even severe enough to consider as anxiety. Does everyone else feel it? But at this point, when I can feel all the physical symptoms, and I also, like, even when I was younger, I used to feel it, but I didn't know what to call it. So now I know. And I do think it's severe enough. So one of my friends replied to my story saying that reading this really made me realize that I suffer through anxiety too. But I just hate to admit it because what if I'm making some normal sadness sound like it's anxiety? And that is so true. I worried about this for so long. The thing is, when I... Sorry about my voice. When I finally reached the conclusion that I did have social anxiety like a year ago, um, one of my best friends, I told her, I didn't tell her necessarily, I just talked about all the symptoms of social anxiety on my stories. And one of my best friends replied saying, oh, but doesn't, don't, doesn't everyone feel the same way? And I was just taken aback for a minute because I'd been worrying about if my anxiety is really normal or not for months. And now she just, um, she just validated that doubt in my mind that my sadness or anxiety isn't severe enough to call it that. (laughs) But I really took a step back and thought about it. And it's not, it's seriously not, you know the difference. So yeah, definitely don't, if, if you're worrying about the fact that your anxiety isn't severe enough to call it anxiety. You probably do have anxiety. <laughs> Anyways, that's that. At least now I know what to do when I do feel this again. Like now I know how to recognize that feeling. And even though that's scary, <laughs> I can try to find ways to get out of it. That was my whole, that was my whole talk on anxiety. we're talking about like um psychological behaviors right now i thought i'd i'd seen this tweet around and i thought i'd talk about it so this tweet was first i first heard about it on the podcast the bliss bean show by Patricia, and she heard it first from the podcast not overthinking by ali and taimur abdal and both of these podcast episodes talk about the street and i think you should go you should go hear them debate about it talk about it because they do it much better than i do i don't want to debate about it i just want to explain my feelings towards it like my first initial reaction when i read that tweet so the tweet is by someone called Agnes Gallard. I don't know who that is, but 
someone. It, oh, she's a philosopher. I don't know her pronouns though. I'm calling her her, but I don't know her pronouns. That's that's wrong of me. Let's see if she has pronouns written over here. She doesn't. Okay, I'm going to assume that it's that her pronouns are she because in her comments there are people um pronoun using that pronoun for her. Anyways. The tweet says, introvert is an identity category. Introverts see being an introvert as an important part of their character, who they are, a bond they have with other introverts, something others should know about them, etc. These this seems to this seems to be far less true for extroverts. And just wow, like if you if you want just go back and listen to it again and let the words sink in did you do that did they sink in no i'll talk about it so when i first read that it felt like an attack on me when i first saw that tweet because even literally in my first podcast episode when i was introdu- introducing myself to complete strangers I felt the need to declare I am an introvert and even in my like new like, like in my college even in the very first classes we had when everyone was strangers we still are strangers most people but still I felt the need to tell everyone I'm an introvert so I just I just screamed that everywhere because I so deeply resonate with it so yeah it's I think it's so true and I don't know what to think about it. I've like I've only seen like a couple people say that they're extroverts. Most people I've come across are introverts. But yeah, that's some something to think about. And the people like in the debates I listen to in the podcast episode they talk about how introverts are more likely to care about what their personality exactly is they are more likely to analyze themselves they are more likely to be eager to label themselves off as something they find introvertism as a perfect way to explain themselves like explaining to a vast majority of extroverts that not like extroverts but like just explaining to a crowd of people that i don't like to do what society thinks is cool i like to do this instead which not a lot of people do explaining that is way less awkward and easier when you can just throw that word in that i'm an introvert and supposedly we think that throwing in the word introvert solves it all it solves all the doubts which is true i think that's right but like it's interesting it's super interesting that's not the case in extroverts at all nobody like shouts it out loud at the top of their voice i am an extrovert whereas ironically introverts do that so in the not overthinking podcast episode where they were talking about all of this they were talking about how nowadays being in an introvert is looked at as being cool 
like everybody's like oh i'm an introvert and they think it's super cool to be one and i don't know it's trendy and they also talked touched upon it a little bit but i think as someone who is a part of gen z and i see this a lot on social media people have started thinking that the i hate people attitude is being cool and i don't think this is something new i think like those punk emo gothic vibes have always been there but they are very much more trendy now so about the i hate people attitude being cool now i <laughs> it's weird because i hate people who say that but i did say that in my very first episode i said that i don't like people in general hate is a strong word and i definitely don't hate most people <laughs> and listening to that debate I, it just blew me away that oh i'm one of those people i'm one of those people who says oh i hate other people but i but i don't <laughs> i don't like other people wow i just felt the need to explain myself because i totally do not support this trend i think it's actually strange because why would people do that i personally don't use the word hate i use the word i don't like people because i think hate is very strong but like when people say i hate people i'd actually think it's straight because why would people do that <laughs> but i also understand the reason why why i don't like people is because i'm so awkward around them and i don't converse very well and this is the first thing the reason i i don't like being around people is because it's in my brain that i'm uncool it's in my brain that oh look there's another person now we are going to be awkward that's literally what my brain says to me whereas if you think you're cool for thinking that I I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see yourself. I don't see myself telling myself I'm cool because my brain tells me I'm not cool enough to talk to other people. Like no. And those who think they are cool for doing that seriously haven't felt this anxiety. They surely haven't. They're just putting it up. They're just faking it. Anyways, talking like back to the I don't converse very well. Like I can I can tell you literally right now the top 5 dumbest things I've said in response to someone in a conversation and the thing is I wish I wasn't like that. Obviously I wish I I wish my brain didn't tell me that every time I conversed with someone. So maybe it's because of what society told me that you should be a certain type of way but I absolutely didn't want to be me and i think it's kind of sad that now people think it's cool to be the quiet awkward person people think it's cool to hate people but people with actual social anxiety and many more serious conditions have experienced it on a much deeper level and have suffered through it and now we label it as simply a trend it's ridiculous if you had told 9 year old me to simply talk to someone i don't know like maybe make a new friend or talk to teachers i would have avoided doing that to the point that i caused 
major messes. <laughs> like I've literally caused so many catastrophes simply because of my strong repulsion to actually talk to people. And it's haunted me for years. I felt guilty. I felt not good enough. I felt so many negative emotions because of this tendency of mine. So many nights replaying things I need to see out loud the next day. So many cringy, awkward memories. So many incidents trying to face these anxieties of mine head out and reaching the point that I actually have medical conditions because of this anxiety. And now that I'm now that I'm finally mature enough to accept it, to confidently tell people that I don't do well with people, I'm reduced to simply a trend. And I find that deeply offending. Seriously, the people who fake these things and make it trendy, I, I seriously, you, you don't know, you don't know anything about not liking people you seriously don't and you just romanticize it and make it seem cool if you find a way to make social anxiety seem cool you don't know what social anxiety is okay and that's not just for like like this is because i saw this i listened to this podcast and i and i felt offended by it being reduced to a trend and everything this is just my experience. I can't imagine like how lightly people throw around the words, the terms depression, um, ADHD, OCD. These are such, such deep issues. You can't just say you're depressed because you've been sad for 30 minutes. You can't say you're depressed because you listened to a sad playlist at night and cried yourself to sleep. That's not it. You can't throw these terms around. And I feel so sorry for people who are actually experiencing whatever psychological condition that is being a trend or being romanticized online. I can't imagine how bad they must feel to have their struggles, their emotions being made fun of, being ridiculed, because that's exactly what people who are faking it do. So yeah, I don't understand how I ended up to this point, but stop romanticizing, stop making these psychological illnesses or behaviors trends, because they're not friends respect people okay that's that's the least you can do that's it for this episode thank you so much for listening if you want to talk to me, then links to the podcast, Instagram, and other social media accounts will be present in the description box. This podcast can be listened to on a lot of different platforms, so if you'd rather listen to it somewhere else, you can check out all the links provided below. Links to anything I mentioned in this episode, books, people, or places will be tagged. I also leave links to resources that will educate and allow you to donate for serious causes 
all over the world that need your help. Overall, the description box is quite the jam-packed area that you should just go and see for yourself. I hope you enjoyed this one. Have a wonderful week ahead. Sending all the love. Be kind to everyone and especially yourself. Stay safe and well. With love, Vida.